Well, first thing first, Alski, very nice to see you again. Uh, how have you been? Yeah, good to see you too. Um, I've been I've been doing really good. Yeah, just uh, working on this and that here in the studio. Um, at the moment, I'm working with a, a, an Icelandic singer. Uh, her name is Arni, and she's recording a new album here. And uh, we're just tracking that at the moment. So very busy. One thing I'd, I find interesting over the past years, and I'm sure the pandemic has played a role in this, but what does that studio where you are mean to you? That you, The fact that you can just work on music without anybody bothering you? Yeah, it, it means a lot. Um, it's a major factor in, in like the music I've made through the years and, and it has affected like how I work definitely being able to have like a studio all the time um I, I'm actually just thinking about it now since you asked that it's probably a really like big difference on just how what kind of uh, music I, I'm making you know um because I, I guess if I wouldn't have like a studio I would probably just write like pretty or I would write more like rough uh, demos of, of stuff mm -hmm. and then and then just like book a studio for like a week or two and and and, and record everything then you know um, and that's a totally different like a workflow kind of thing than than I have here you know where I, I can kind of spend months on, on stuff and it it, ha it it kind of you know it has its positives and, and negatives sometimes you know uh, but um i love this place um but uh, it's also good to sometimes i feel like it's good to go out of this environment you know mm -hmm. I, I, like you said you know i've been working here for about 10 years and um it's good to um yeah, just be in a different environment, um, or at least try and surround yourself with some new people, just to kind of try and keep things fresh, you know. Because I do find mm -hmm. it sometimes when I come here, you know, every day I, I'm kind of this is kind of I, I get it; it's a luxury to have it. But I, I sometimes I'm like um, tired of the same kind of <laughs> thing over and over, you know. So. So just recently, I, I, we started, you know, booking studios a little bit more um, okay. outside of here, uh, and and I, I think that's has been great, you know. So I wanna, I'll I'll probably be doing that, you know, just jumping back and forth, you know. Yeah, because I can imagine, and this is, I think, a nice bridge to to the lo-fi versions of uh, time on my hands, but. When you're in a studio, there's the, the options are limitless. You can you can stay in there as long as you want and and turn every uh, button and and whatever, and you can do whatever you want. So was it important for you to kind of, yeah, like you said, kind of step out of that for a little bit and just focus on on connecting with the songs and and less from an, an perhaps an analytical or production standpoint. Yeah, definitely. I I think I I should do. Uh, you know, I think that's really. That was really good, um, just to kind of see uh, if the songs could like stand just on their own without all the production and and 
all of the small kind of details, you know, um, and um, and and just to spend like what one day doing a few songs. And, um, yeah, I, th- I think it was pretty pretty um, good for me, you know, and and uh, um, I think just in general, I I have to kind of remind myself of doing doing that more, you know, because um, mm. I okay, if you have an like an interest in just recording stuff and and just being in the studio playing instruments, just trying things out and experimenting, you know, like you said, it's like. An, Kind of like this endless kind of thing, you know, <laughs> and, and and sometimes I, I think it's good to kind of step out of that and just maybe just have your guitar somewhere and just focus on just the songs, you know, and just record demos of it. And then when you're going to record it, uh, get some people to come and just do it in like a day or something and try to get like close to a final result with that um instead of having this um endless kind of thing in front of you um Mm. so i'm trying i'm trying to do more of that now but uh yeah that was definitely like a um like why we did this lo-fi versions um it was also because we got, got this cassette recorder kind of thing um we bought that and and started to experiment with that and and then just kind of the idea sort of came out of that um and and yeah yeah that's about it that that's interesting because you mentioned that uh, recorder and if i'm not mistaken it's a four track right a four track recorder yeah. yeah so so did you limit yourself to the only those four tracks or or did you add some stuff afterwards um no, we we well we did with some songs, yeah, okay. uh, but but some of them we we actually just recorded into a computer, like into Pro Tools, and then we um it, like recorded that into the cassette and and then back, you know, okay. so, <laughs> just to get kind of the flavor, you know. Um, so yeah, we did cheat a bit, but but. <laughs> But and we tried to do as little of it as we kind of could. No, because what what I find interesting is well, maybe maybe I'm jumping ahead. So so maybe uh, a good question to ask first is uh, how was um, how big of a time was there between um, creating the original versions and then the low uh, low fi version? Was that a big gap or was it kind of very quickly after? Um. Uh, it was a, a few weeks. It, it was pretty like shortly after, um, if if I recall correctly, I I think it was pretty quickly after. Uh, because, uh, yeah. Well, sorry, sorry to interrupt, but the, the reason why I ask is kind of um, had songs started to change for you already, or the way you, you even you heard them and kind of. I'm sure when you have a finished uh, production, then maybe a couple of months later, you think, oh, I should have done this uh, differently or maybe yeah. I should have gone this way. Yeah. No, that, that always happens. Um, especially if you if you spend so much time on something, then uh, there are so many details that uh, kind of went into it. Um, and there are so many... 
um, things that you can doubt. Right. Um, instead of when you work, just like, well, you're always trying to work like instinct uh, with your instincts. But I guess if if you just spend like like I was talking about like one or two days and just use your instincts, uh, uh, it's I I feel like it's a bit more difficult to doubt everything because you kind of trust your mm. first kind of feeling of. of um, yeah, uh, but when you uh, take it over a few weeks and you start working, like there are so many doubts that can start to come to your mind. But um, yeah, I, I think the songs had started changing a little bit also because I was starting to play them a bit live, mm. I think. And I was making these uh, solo kind of versions of them because I was doing some... Um, promo tours or stuff stuff like that you know so where i just took my guitar so right. i had to kind of make some different versions of the songs and and then i could sort of i think see uh, other uh, potential kind of directions to take the songs yeah well one thing i always like about kind of those stripped down versions of songs is uh the voice uh, is kind of pushed forward where there's there's not a yeah. lot distracting you so you can really hear your voice and and you can really hear the lyrics is there anything yeah. in, the, in terms of re recording that you did um did you do something special with your vocals or did you kind of try to uh yeah convey the emotions differently or is it pretty much the same as as recording vocals for for any other album um um, it's pretty much the same kind okay. of feeling, you know, I guess, but, uh, um, I think I did some of them live, you know, with playing guitar at the same time or something like that, you know, which I, I rarely do on, on, or I, I think I've just never done on like, a okay. on like an LP, you know, it's always like uh, things are recorded separately. So uh, that was different. Um, I think I did some songs here yeah, where I played piano and, and sang at the same time. And that's always kind of a different kind of feeling that, that mm. goes into that, uh, I think. Um, yeah, I usually feel more comfortable uh, when I think about it, you know, uh, singing when, when I'm at, at the instrument, you know, because I feel like an idiot when I'm on stage and I just, I'm just standing just with a microphone. <laughs> it's very kind of unnatural. I always want to have something in my hands, although if I'm not playing it, or you know, that doesn't really matter. Just it's a, just the feeling of kind of having something there. You know, I don't know. It's it's also maybe because I've heard this before. It's also kind of like a protection in a way. I've I've heard it be described as that that you can kind of well, this is what I am. I'm a musician, so so people kind of. Yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not like uh not like this huge kind of singer. You know, I'm just playing an instrument. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know. But which song then? I I don't know. Maybe they've changed already again. But which song for you was the biggest uh, change in terms of kind of how you wanted to approach it? Um. Oh man, I I I don't remember that that much. I 
I think like um, like S Snowplant was one that I was kind of uh, happy with. Like that, um, I was happy with the results. Uh, you know, it was very different from obviously mm. the very produced version on the album, and I was happy to hear that it, it could work pretty well on just like a guitar and with like a really small kind of beat behind it. Um, yeah. And and then I started to, I started a few times, I think, wondering like, oh, we should have done it like this way, just on the album instead of <laughs> the other thing, you know. <laughs> but um, yeah, like the one that comes to mind was Snowplant, but I I haven't li really listened to it that much <laughs> since we made it, so I, I don't <laughs> remember. <laughs> No, but what I found interesting, uh, for instance, is usually when when people make stripped down uh, albums, it's it's kind of okay. It's it's just going to be guitar, just going to be piano, nothing else. And um, even even though you did that to an extent, I think if you listen to a song like Giantess, and then the, 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 there's still electronic elements in there, and there's still those certain textures, but it's just uh, done in a different way, much much. Uh, more intimate, I suppose. So uh, how do you incorporate kind of modern technology? And we kind of alluded to it uh, in the beginning of this interview, but kind of incorporating these modern technologies, but also kind of remaining of uh, keeping that that natural feel. Um, yeah, I, I think, you know, these electronic elements, you know, like these vintage synthesizers and stuff that we're usually using, uh, mm. they can have a very kind of natural feel as well as being kind of associated with like some like EDM music or something like computer mm. made, but they can be very kind of alive and, and just like an acoustic guitar or or something like that, you know, they can have their own kind of character and so I don't really associate or I don't really think of the two as being something totally kind of from a, from different worlds, really. Okay. Um, not if you not if you're working um, with a specific kind of mindset and you're and you're looking for certain sounds and you're and like as yeah, using like old synthesizers that, that kind of have their kind of owns sound just like a like i said like an acoustic guitar or a piano you can kind of you you choose this synthesizer because it has its kind of own vibe um you're not just like going through like presets all day you know you're just mm. kind of uh yeah just using it as any other instrument um so i don't think of the two as being something totally different so um I find it quite easy to kind of have some like soft synthesizers with um, acoustic guitars. I, I I always find it really fun to play around with, you know. Um, so I, I I obviously couldn't help myself on this uh, lo-fi version. <laughs> But, uh, no, yeah. no, no, I, I think because I, I remember years ago you did a a live session. I can't remember for which which platform it was, but you did uh, loop and intrigue. I think in in the kind of stripped down version, but still with uh, piano and then the kind of the touch pan and stuff. And that sounded so cool, where it was still electronic but very intimate, which is I think very difficult to do. Yeah, 
I don't remember that specific <laughs> <No>. session. <laughs> Yeah. No, there's just a memory that just came to me. But um, when it comes to songwriting in general, then, because I imagine you, you just start, as you mentioned in the beginning as well, the, especially for this, um, when you start to write outside of the the studio and you kind of create these these initial demos, is it important that they... Uh, function without all the the extras in in a sense i'm i'm asking it really in a strange way so i'm <laughs> gonna ask it again so okay. when you in terms of songwriting when you when you write um what makes a good song to you is it important that they can kind of function on themselves without too much extra <clears throat> Yeah, it it is definitely, um, and like I was talking about in the beginning, I, I I kind of have to remind myself of that. I think because um, I can get so quickly into production mode, you know, because mm. I'm maybe I'm writing so something here in the studio and I just kind of start recording it kind of prematurely, you know. I just have like one. I just have like some chord structure kind of thing going on, and then I start kind of building on that, and and then it kind of starts to become about the production instead of mm. or some uh, at times, you know, uh, it starts to become about the production instead of the kind of the whole song. And if I'm um, more kind of um, focused on just writing at home or something on on the guitar. And um, the whole song, instead of just like a, a small section of the song, you know, um, I usually find that to be more kind of songs that I am more proud of, you know, mm. um, al although the other kind of the production element and working here in the studio is, is a lot of fun, you know, and, and that's why I, I just sometimes I can't help myself, you know, it's just so much fun. Uh, but like the end results and, and how well they sort of age, usually it's the songs where the focus is on um, the song instead of the kind of the, the production. Or, or um, Although, you know, the, both of them obviously have to kind of go together, but yeah. But um, yeah, I, I feel like I, I sometimes make the mistake of kind of being too quick to go into uh, production mode. But I, I think that's a very kind of, um, I think that's a very common problem or a, if it's a you know problem. But uh, for just musicians in general that have access to a lot of stuff and gear and, and recording equipment, because we all, I think, share this kind of, a love of just recording stuff you know mm -hmm. so we just want to go and record something and make something you know and and sometimes we just make make something that's that's not really good but we want to record it and then we then we then we spend like some days working on it maybe just with some uh trying to make it good you know uh with some production stuff but um but that, yeah that's so interesting. Because yeah, yeah. if do do you, for instance, on your computer, do, is is there like a, a do you have a hard drive full of kind of half written songs or songs that you oh, kind of yeah. try to figure out and? Oh yeah, <laughs> so much. 
<laughs> like just like probably thousands. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so w- what makes it through then? When, when, and this is going to be, I suppose, different for every song. But when do you go like, okay, this is this is good enough for me to put on a record, or this is good enough? Then now I'm happy. Or do you need somebody else yeah. to help you with that? Like, like your, I know you work with your father a little bit and your brother, and yeah, um, it's a good question. Um, I don't know. It, it, I, I guess it depends. Um, I work. I've always worked kind of closely with this producer here. Uh, his name is Kitty. Mm. So we we're kind of mostly working on. Um, or you know, I'm I write the songs and then we usually have recorded them together or at least worked on them somehow together here in the studio. Although uh, through the years I've started to do, kind of do more just on my own here. But um, um, so I I do um, I do always play him the songs and we sort of discuss them and and sometimes we. Yeah, just pick out ideas to to work on, you know. But also, it can depend on just um, if the lyrics come together or not, because uh, that can take a lot of time, you know. If they if they kind of come together and work with the song, or um, or um, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I guess. I guess it's sort of because all these thousands of ideas I was talking about. Sometimes they are just like these small kind of chapters. They're, they're not yeah. like full, um, full songs, you know. So I guess like this, the actual like full songs that I make, they they are not like in the in the thousands, you know. So mm-hmm. it, it's not. It doesn't become too difficult to kind of pick out the songs. It's just the songs that are. <laughs> you know get finished you know but <laughs> yeah. final question i don't know i don't think you're are you still in asia now right no i'm 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 here just in Reykjavik in iceland because uh, what i always find fascinating i mean it, it is kind of a, a given but the fact that Somebody from Iceland, and I believe initially those a lot of those songs are in Icelandic, and then you try uh, translate them in English, and then you go half uh, halfway across the world to uh, an Asian country like Japan or yeah. something, and then they can find something in the music. What what does that tell you about what you do? Yeah, that's I've I've become kind of more. Uh, I don't know. Gr- grateful, I guess, for that. Mm. For for um, that people like like you said in, in Japan or or whatever are um, are connecting t- um, to the music. Uh, I, it's not kind of it's not a given thing, you know. So mm. I, I'm I've become kind of more grateful when I like when we went over the now, you know. Um, because it kind of we went we've been there it was our seventh time actually okay. in Japan no yeah we played there a lot and in the beginning like the first few years uh, we were just touring so much and, and there was so much stuff going on and and also I was so young that I could, sort of couldn't get my head head around like um uh everything so um 
um, I guess what it also just tells you that like music doesn't have like like uh, like language doesn't really like you can feel mm. um, music if you even though you don't understand the lyrics or the language you know because I, I find like in Japan people are listening to the Icelandic versions a lot as well you know um, okay. and yeah I, I think uh, and I started to think more recently that maybe just people are more open to mm. maybe they're just be becoming more open or maybe they've always been that way but uh, um, just other other languages you know um, and it doesn't play as as big of a role as I, I thought it did, you know. And because I was told in the beginning that I, I have to do it kind of in English so people could understand it. <laughs> and and I yeah, I, I think it has it feels like it's it's changing a bit now. I don't know why. No, I agree. I, I think as well that language uh is less important. I, I don't know, like you say, I don't know if it's, if it's just now or that it's always been that way, but it feels like you can sing in any, any language and, and as, lo as long as the emotion is pure, people can feel it, so. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So one last question then, because, uh, well, you mentioned you have thousands of ideas. Uh, not all of them will turn into songs, but have you already thought about new a new album then or is that too soon oh no i i i'm working on a new album now yeah okay yeah no we we haven't been touring like that that much uh we've we've like like you said we were talking about we went to japan and korea we and we did some tour in australia and europe in the summer um now we have like two or three months just here at home and I'm doing some shows here one with a symphony orchestra here in mm. November and then we go on a, a tour in Europe in end, uh, or middle of November um, and then oops, this kind of this album run is kind of done pretty much so sure. So I have, yeah, I've been just having some time to work on new material and stuff. So, yeah. Oh, that's good to hear. Looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> Oscar, may I thank Thanks, you man. so much for taking the time to talk with me? Yeah, my pleasure, man. Good to see you.